Listening to Battle Red Radio. I'm Matt Weston this evening. I'm joined by the only person I need in my entire life, my good friend Taylor. How are you doing tonight, man? Doing all right. It's very adorable. So, would you give your dog up and have me instead? But you be the dog. Would you want me to be a dog? No, I wouldn't want that. <laughs> I don't want dog boy in my house. I'm just trying to think of the closest thing to you to see if you would give that up for me. I think I pick your life over the dog's life. What? Okay. You know? Okay, that's nice. I'm telling Elsie. She'll be okay. <laughs> She's listening right now. But I mean, I guess she can eat a real person. By the way, she she's gotten bigger too. Yeah, I know. She's like 80 pounds right now. Yeah. I again, I have to prepare for a fight when I walk in the door. No, but she's that's nice, not normal. Yeah, she's nice, but her playfulness is like Taylor. Just get ready, man. We're about to wrestle here. This is, I mean, just bigger like than me. You're a SWAT team getting ready to come inside the house. It's, oh, my God. I think it's pretty impressive, though, and a lot of fun for me because it's probably the biggest workout I get out of the entire yeah, week yeah. is wrestling. That's fun. Uh, <laughs> but well, she can murder me. Yeah, she's gotten bigger, though. Like I know dogs are supposed to finish growing at two years. She's like two and a half years old. I'm like, you've gotten bigger, you know? Is that what you told her? Yeah, I was like, you're a bigger you're, dog You're now. fat. No, she's strong, though. <laughs> she's, she looks good. Yeah, I know she's strong. It's going to be cool. She's stronger it's going to be cool here pretty soon. We can go We can go run now that it's... It's like, I mean, like the weather is changing. It's changed now. It's different out there. Well, I don't even know what you're saying right now. Why are we talking about the weather? What is that? Oh, is that gosh. the Amber Alert? It's because we were talking about the weather. It's because you take my heart away. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, no, like Stolen. the light's different and things feel differently outside than they felt like a month ago. So like, I know it's still 85, 90 degrees here and there, um, but it, it's different now, though. I don't know what you're saying right now. I don't know what you're saying at all that it's different. It just is. You're making me feel weird by saying that it's the different. I feel like that it's been like a normal type of summer that we're having right now. No, summer's over, dude. Oh, well, it's done. Well, hey. It's dead. We're we're getting into that. We're not done. It's October when it's fall. Not now. No, I'm just saying like it's different now. Like the summer's over. Maybe you're different. different. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> uh so all right, so we have a very important new segment. I was speaking to the producer before the show. Uh, but now we're here in the studio, and I he had a really great idea, and we're going to do the Traquan Smith watch because oh I picked God. him as a breakout player this year. That doesn't count with so an last, injury. Last week, last week oh one God. catch, four yards. Oh, my God. Breakout season coming, Traquan it, Smith. It doesn't count anymore because, obviously, if he has a gigantic game, does that mean anything with Michael Thomas being out? Yeah, it's still important. Are you sure? Yeah, because then Cause he's Because then what happens? Like, I mean, he's just getting a, a harder matchup, so it's even more impressive, you know? I think he's going to be fine this week. Hell, if he has 100 yards, I wouldn't be surprised. Crazy. And the only knows. reason why Michael Thomas was injured is because I drafted him in fantasy. Yeah, I guess he was hurt the entire game. Yeah. And like then the he also had the lowest are like, catch Wow, total. we're really surprised by how well Sean Murphy Bunning is locking down Michael Thomas right now. And are like, what did he do this year? Michael Thomas had the, like, the lowest catch number that he's had in three years yeah yeah 
What a I, shame. I hate the world. What I'm a done. shame. I'm done, and I lose to you. God. It's okay. Uh, so what do you want for Benny Snell? I don't want anything. Stop talking to me. My injured team doesn't want to talk to you. Say somebody out there. You're going to have Benny James Conner. No, somebody out there <laughs> trade me Benny Snell because nobody will trade me him at all. Um, so last week, we went 3-1 and one with our picks. We're both 3-1 and one in the I season. I hate you. Uh, the one miss we had were your stupid Dallas Cowboys. You know, unable to treat like a business game going out to Los Angeles and, and blowing that loss out there. What are you wanting me to talk about? Are we going to lead no, in? I, just, no, I mean, no, I, I no. don't try to throw things at me right now when I can't say anything back. We'll talk about it in a second. Because I'll just go off if you want me to go off. Not just yet. Not just yet. I'll go off. Uh, but that's why we're three and one. Did you watch Thursday Night Football last night? Oh, my God. Talk about just terrible. No fun. It was. So, and that's what I was going to even talk to you about. I think I have to, and it's really early, but I don't really care. Am I allowed to change my pick for a playoff wild card? I mean, not really, but you can say, like, now, um, like, I feel like this is going to happen. Oh, yeah. Cleveland's not making it. I don't know who's going to make it instead. It doesn't really matter, but Cleveland's not making it. Yeah. They look horrible. And it's like the defense doesn't care unless they really, really, really want to care, and then maybe they'll make a play. But the defense just looks awful. And Baker, he's on a new team next year. I don't know who, but he is gone. There is just no doubt in he my seems, mind. He seems like a New York Jet to me. It's You know what? That's oh. And if Sam Darnold was on Cleveland, I wonder how that would turn out instead. I'm really No, I think cur- he'd be better there. I think he would be too. Yeah. And whenever I went to the first game, because whenever they played against Baltimore, I was like, yeah, you know what? They go against Baltimore. That's not that big of a deal. And you see that it was 3 for 10 for Odell. And you're like, what are you doing all game? And then you watch last night, and then Baker throws the worst pick I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. When you're driving down the field, you don't need to do something stupid. Just give it to one of your damn running backs. Yeah. And instead, he tries to make a stupid-ass throw that doesn't work. Yeah. Well, and like Beckham, I mean, that week one game against Baltimore, Beckham struggled against their outside cornerbacks. You know, Marcus Peter and Humphrey are really great. And, uh, I mean, he kind of lost that game for him in a way because they had that, like, fourth and four. They ran a quick out. Hits Beckham around the hands, he drops it, gets very upset with himself. Then the kicker comes out, misses the field goal, and there's like 40 seconds left, and Baltimore scores a touchdown. So instead of being, you know, 17-9, becomes 24-6 at the end of the half, and the game's over at that point. And it's like I don't know, Beckham's weird though. Like he's like spectacular, and like he really cares, and at the same time he's like he's Odell. He's two is two different personalities out there. Yeah, that's why. Here's the thing: if Cleveland kids. I, isn't there reports after the first week? I don't know, after they, last night. I think you're going to hear that after every loss they have. That's true, because you didn't hear it after last night whenever yeah. they won. So I have two questions for you. One, where do you think Odell is going, if anywhere? And what do you think he's worth? I mean, I think he would get a second-round pick. You think he gets second still? Because like, Emmanuel got a third, right? Yeah. Wait, no, I thought you got a two out of Emmanuel. I think it was a three. Well, that was a two. Oh no! But I think he would get at least a second. The only, the only issue though about him is you have to take on that contract too. Mm-hmm. But you can release him after the season if you don't want to keep him around anymore. But then it's like Cleveland, like they have to take on that dead money hit if they trade him, and they don't have another receiver though who can play that role. So the, I can't see them trading him. The you know? big deep threat is somebody that, even though again it's been poop, <laughs> you get it because that yeah, yeah. Instagram model, yeah, dirty. Yeah, but it, <laughs> either way, when it comes down to him playing for Cleveland, I agree that big threat needs to be there. Even though they are a terrible connection, still the team has to prepare for him. 
Yeah. If you're on the defensive side, you can't not pay attention to them. And they play so many two tight end sets and two wide receiver sets where it's like you have to have another receiver of X oh, caliber. You know? Another tight end down last night. Yeah, I saw A.J. Brown's down this Sunday. Well, no, not A.J. Brown. Uh, Utsman oh, from Cincinnati. Yeah, He's yeah gone. he tore his ACL. Yeah. Uzoma. So what? That is Jarwin, Uzoma. Yeah. And am I missing one here? Oh, Njoku, but he didn't... Yeah, Njoku. He may come back, though. Okay. Njoku was good that game against Baltimore. It's... He can't block, though. It doesn't make any sense. You think it's a tight end? You think something's going on with that? I don't know. That's kind of weird, because they're out for a year. Njoku, I think, may come back this year. Well, yeah, yeah, that's one, but I'm saying two two now, back-to-back. Oh, Jarwin thing hurts me so bad. Yeah, that sucks. That thing really makes me want to cry. I thought he was going to be great. Yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah. Um, No Tyler Higby, but I thought he was going to have a good year. Yeah, Higby is great. He's he's doing he's doing some things. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be fantastic. I think this year he'll definitely be a standout, considering all the tight ends are falling like dominoes mm-hmm. at this point. You know who can block really well? I didn't realize who? this. Austin Hooper. Yeah, he can block, dude. That's why Atlanta had him for so long because yeah, he was always well at deal. doing that, and that's what Tony Gonzalez did not teach him. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, well I know Tony see? doesn't block at all. Yeah, exactly. At, like, that's what I'm whenever he was 37 years so old, I say he did not teach him that. Um. But yeah, Hooper can block though. I was really surprised. Oh yeah, and I was really impressed by how well he was. I think it's also after watching the Texans film, it's like, oh, we can't block a safety. It's like I outweigh, like you outweigh Tyron Matthew by eighty pounds, and you can't block him. It's embarrassing. Um, There's a lot of personal things like, going on. Or right even right now. like Daniel Sorensen, like they're pulling on counter and can't block him. Like, what is wrong with y'all? You know, <laughs> what are you doing? You outweigh him by eighty pounds. What? Like, I understand you like catching the ball, but. Um, but yeah, after watching those two guys and watching Hooper, I'm like, this is beautiful. This is my new favorite player now. So I love Austin Hooper. He can have four catches for 40 yards every game, but his blocking is, is was really impressive. I'm just, I'm kind of bummed, man. People are falling left and right here. Is it because of no preseason? That's no. really actually, okay, you don't even think that? You're not that, buying into it, that? It's football. Okay. Yeah, everybody gets hurt. That's fair. There's some, like, there's some guys who weren't ready to play, though. That's... Like Jack Conklin in Cleveland was not ready to play. Um, that Tennessee Denver game, like you mentioned, or like we were talking about in our pre-production. I don't game. want to talk about that. Well, just real fast, <laughs> but, like yeah, that game was hilarious oh because they were so tired. Like everybody was I exhausted through that whole game, man. That is a horrible game yeah, to you're have till twelve thirty. Oh yes, and I didn't want to be, but it was so close the entire time. I was like, I just have to watch this for my own personal reasons, and. Oh, my God. To watch kick after kick be missed, it became a drinking game by a certain time where it's like, we should just take shots for how many kicks he's missed. Yeah, yeah. It was disgusting. You even told me, which I couldn't believe. How does he have a job? That's not even saying, oh, let's, he's awful. Like, let's spit on him. It's more like, do him a favor. Yeah. He should be cut. You're just, he's not going to do well. I guarantee he makes 50%. He'll miss. He'll probably make 50-50. Well, and he's been bad for like two or three years now, too. Yeah, wasn't he supposed to get rid of him last year and he decided not to? Didn't you tell me that? Yeah, well, then... It was like I, the one say that he was able to have. I can't remember. I don't know. But the Tennessee Titans red zone touchdown rate tracker, two for five, 40%, after being like 83% Ryan Tannehill last year. It was interesting to watch with them because... I don't know if maybe Brown is being covered like crazy by Denver. He missed that one touchdown he should have caught. Yeah, but... He wasn't really into the offense, worked a lot. I mean, how many passes was thrown on four or five? Yeah, Corey Davis. It's Corey was, Davis. Yeah, just deep crossing routes over and over Over and, and over and over just again. deep crossing routes. And then Tennessee has, like, the new tight end. I don't know what his name John is. I can't remember. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 
I like him. Dude, he's so good after he, the catch. I really like him, and I think Tannehill's going to be using him like crazy this year. Yeah, well, I mean, like he. The only problem with them is they have like three tight ends they'll use, like Ferkser, and they have Johnu, and they have another guy. I don't know. They have yeah. another guy though. And it's like Johnu will have like big plays, but he's not like a consistent part of the offense yet. The other thing I want to touch on too before we move on, Judy, man, Judy for Denver. He dropped two passes, I think, which it's not really a big deal for any regular receiver, except I don't think he dropped one in his entire college career oh, really? or something like that. I know he didn't drop one his senior year or his last year, but how weird? Do you think it's nerves? you think maybe the ball's know. too big, I, too small? His uh, his routes, though, I was like, oh, my God. He's good. Like Some of the routes he ran were absolutely filthy. Like I thought he was better than Ruggs in Las Vegas the first week. But like, I'm Ruggs not talk- didn't look as good as I thought he would. Yeah, I'm not, and again, I'm not talking about like catching and like, yeah, 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 like yeah. Ruggs caught everything, had some good plays after the catch, and like Gruden really de- designed some nice plays for him. But like, um, just like his route running, like that is disgusting. Like it's like watching an M one mixtape or something. Like he looks like a basketball player out there. No, and how I always look at it too, it's same thing with CD. It's like with Tyreek, for example, where you just see some type of video game. Where they just make some type of move that's just not normal speed. Yeah, yeah. And something's just... It doesn't seem right. Yeah, it doesn't seem right at all. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because like, you see that, and you're like, oh, these are the best athletes in the world, and they make these guys look like this. So they're like the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. Well, it's also because and it's just kind of scary that you're seeing this with the same type of draft class with yeah. the receivers. So with the younger guys, well, eventually what are they going to turn into? Yeah, I don't Like know. just things that we can't even see, like Quicksilver, comic book reference, X-Men. I guess so. <laughs> uh, and then you have Michael Pittman who runs like a 4-7, just like he's supposed <laughs> to jump over guys. They need him to play well soon, like right away. Um, so we have... Another segment, this will take us into our previews tonight. The games we're discussing, Baltimore against Houston, Atlanta against Dallas, Arizona against Washington, and Seattle versus New England. So we'll start off Baltimore versus Houston, and we'll start off with uh, Smooth Grandma's questions. And so I think this is just me a regular segment on the show. We'll have a good old at Smooth Grandma, and that's, I think, two A's uh, on Twitter. Yeah. Good. So we'll start off with his question. So he had some questions. One question about Tom Bray specifically. Uh, for you, Taylor, he asked, does Tom Brady tie Matt Chop's record of four pick six games a- after Brady threw that pick six to Janoris Jenkins in the Jameis Winston revenge game, which was absolutely beautiful? No, he does not. And plus, I think he's just getting used to it. I didn't think that game was a big deal. And in fact, I just think that the New Orleans Saints just dominated them on both sides of the ball. Sure, Brady like didn't yeah. look as good or as clean as he needed to be, but... I actually thought that was just the Saints. The Saints have a better team. And that was just them dominating. Mm -hmm. Again, when it came to you and I, we talked about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, them having a good defense. They didn't do anything. Yeah. They really couldn't stop the Saints on anything they did. And the Saints didn't even throw the ball to Michael Thomas. No, their offense didn't look very good. It was like Breeze found Jared Cook enough times, and then Alvin Kamara is healthy right now. Yeah, exactly. And he like broke you know seven tackles that game. But I didn't think Breeze played very well. I didn't think their offense looked that they sharp, but like still put up I mean, that. their their defense. Well, their defense set up things for them pretty well, and they just have the best roster in the NFC. The question though is is still quarterback. You know, I just didn't think that Brady was going to come out and light everybody up the first game. Yeah, I don't think that's how it works. I thought he looked better than Breeze did. Well, in some ways, yeah. I mean, but you can't say that out loud because the Brady hate came on. Oh my God, 
to have to listen to the same people <laughs> talk about Tom Brady whenever you're then comparing him to Peyton Manning. Disgust me at this yeah, point. Yeah. It, whenever you're going along the lines of that, it's we're done. We're done. This was an argument five years ago. Move on. Yeah. Because now you're wrong and now you look like a jackass. Yeah. Uh, I get it. Brady, let's spit on him and poo-poo him. 2006 was 14 years ago. Yeah, well, what are we come talking on. about? Get, let's get past I that. I can't believe they really did bring up a Peyton Manning thing. That's when they man. brought up a Peyton Manning and the silly-ass group text that we're in, I was, I lost, I, I was losing my mind. But yeah. I didn't say a word. I didn't say a word. Yeah. Um, well, I thought, I just, I love the Brady pick six just because it's like, well, we can't play with Jameis because he has too many turnovers. Okay, this is it. And then you have Jameis okay. on, you have Jameis on the other sideline holding a tablet and Brady throwing the pick six was absolutely beautiful. All right, man. You want to make a bet that Tampa would have a worse record this year than last year? No, I think they have a better record this year. Okay. Their you, team is better. Are you sure? Yeah. Tampa has a running backs team. do they have, by the way? Uh, Fournette's not very good. Uh, I think like Sean McCoy, yeah, Leonard Fournette, Fournette, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, who's the best running back they have. Yeah, and I don't know why they kept adding guys. Oh no, it kind of takes away from him at this point. They have four though. I know. They yeah, have I was gonna say guy. they have one more. Yeah, McCoy looks bad too. Yeah, and I think we kind of. I think the an- the question was answered. Like Fournette just isn't that wait, wait, good. What the hell was the Fournette exactly? What what transpired here? Where he was, what, the second, fourth pick? No, he was like, I think he was like fourth. I mean, he was fourth. Yeah, they picked him over Mahomes and Watson. Oh, God. But hey, they took him and they went to AFC Championship after that. What happened? Because that wasn't a decline with running back. That was, you never improved. I think he's just kind of slow. Maybe that issue. was it. He was never quick enough. Yeah. Because, I mean, we'll get into it, but my fat boy lost weight. Yeah. Um, the but yeah I I mean I think Brady is gonna throw I mean like it's it's just hard for him to throw the sideline like that the so I mean he's gonna throw interceptions this year yeah and like he's gonna be not stuck. as much as Jameis but yeah oh well no we'll oh, yeah, see yeah, yeah, you do that <laughs> he's on pace right now okay well, he's on <laughs> he's on pace to throw thirty come on he's on pace um but the he's on pace to throw thirty two right now so we'll see and by the way it's also this is how I look at the whole Brady hate. If Brady ends up like being bad and retiring, I don't think he was bad though. No, no. But even if he does end up being bad, man, is he forty-four years old? I think so. Okay, who the? <laughs> it's like look at the people coming out. <laughs> I think he's forty-three. I, I told you you were wrong about Brady. It's like what? What? <laughs> think yeah. about that. He said he wants to play like three more seasons too. Yeah. Well, you're not playing at 46. Okay? I don't know. <laughs> you're not doing that. Uh, maybe he could back up like his grandson or something. One I can't day. believe this. Still. Well, no, but I mean, like the one thing I liked about Brady though is, of course, he has a, this great connection with Scotty Miller, which is hilarious. Oh, you just and love the, that. And the, yeah, because it's like it doesn't matter where he is. He's like, yeah, the little white slot receiver. Little we're white best friends. Slot. Yeah, we're yeah, best it's friends. My guy. And then the second thing, though, is I did like his ability to throw the ball downfield. Like, it's not it's not going to be a laser beam, but, like, he throws some really pretty rainbow passes down the sideline. And so I feel better as a as a not liking this decision they made from entertainment value. feel better about the Buccaneers. Because I'm going to watch 16 Bucks, Bucks games now. and um, But I'm going to enjoy a lot more just after seeing his ability to throw the ball with some loft down the sideline. 
and like put it on target. You know, I mean, he didn't have the completion, so they drew pass interference. No, no, no I agree, but I know what you're not, talking they about. They were pretty throws, though. They were. So I feel better about the Buccaneers now because of that. And what was it? Didn't Mike Evans only come in? Didn't he come in for like a play or two? No, he played the majority of the game, but he was hurt, and Lattimore yeah. locked him down pretty good. Okay, I didn't even see him until like the last quarter. Yeah, I he thought just he was caught that out. touchdown. Yeah, and then he drew that. I think he drew two pass interference penalties also. It was just, it really was kind of an exciting game. And I know that everybody tuned into it. And just to let you know, as far as the ratings argument, so everyone's like, oh, ratings down for NFL. They're not. No, they are. They're not. No. And it's because it was the most watched Fox game of all time. Yeah. So. Well, again, I think the Thursday night game was just because people didn't know they were playing football. I know it was playing. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really also happy the Bucks got new jerseys this year. Cause it's like the the white ones are nice. They're very clean, very fresh looking. You uh, go with the colors of the jerseys. So, there's so much swag. Can we just have like Matt's Fashion Hour? There's so much swag with oh those God. jerseys. What are you but saying? But if we're gonna be Stop watching it. Tampa play six game, sixteen games this year, at least they look nice. You know, at least they don't make what? me want to dig my fingernails into my eyeballs. You know. Who like the Browns uniforms? They're fine. because they're a lot more brown now. I didn't like how orange they used to be. I don't understand what you're saying. Like if you're the Browns, wear brown. <laughs> don't be wearing orange. <laughs> Just get more brown. Did you see what the Chargers wore last Sunday? What did they wear last Sunday? They look like a Spider Man. I'm villain. not watching the Chargers. They look like a box of cereal. It was the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, but it's LA. It was awful. You gotta keep it fresh. Or the Rams little patch. Ugh. This is Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. Stupid. Got, it's LA. It's what they do. They look like Boy Scouts out it's there. What happens? That'd uh, they, be actually cool if you got a patch for something new. I guess so. That'd be oh, so you got good. one here's your touchdown badge. <laughs> here's your touchdown badge. Stupid. So for the this uh Ravens Texans game, the first question the second question you had was does Baltimore rush from Warrior? I don't think Bray throws four pick sixes in a row. No, I, think, I don't think he I think does he either. made throw like eight this season, but it's hard doing a row. I think he's yeah. gonna break James's record this year. Uh, no, but does Baltimore push for more rushing yards in Kansas City? So the Chiefs rush for 166 against Houston. I don't. I don't think they will. I think they could very easily run for 167 yards against Houston. But the Ravens are going to throw the ball against Houston. Really? Yeah. You don't think that though? I actually think that they will top that. How do you not think that? I mean, I think if they do, it's going to be because of what happens later in the game. But they're going to come out. And they're going to throw the ball. On Houston, they're going to try to take a big lead and score a bunch of points on them. You just think the that Hollywood do. Browns can have two TDs right off the bat? I mean, they just they can't cover Kelsey. They can't cover Mark Andrews. And like, I kind of like um, the Ravens' receivers now in a way. Well, with, it all with Brown works. healthy, with Brown healthy, it's like I mean, I I like Snead as like a second receiver in that offense. And then they have Devon A. and they have Boykin. Well, you know, it's like what you and I options, talked about with Cleveland. Know? Is that it's kind of that similar thing where you have, even though Dell and Brown are a little But they only really have, I guess they have three options to be include Hooper in their backs. That's that's kind of what I'm saying. Is that when it, you have that deep wide threat there, and then you have the Landry or you have the Sneed. Yeah. And then you have your tight end. He just runs underneath that deep stuff. Exactly. The only thing that is different is obviously the quarterback and the running backs, which Cleveland just should hand the balls to them the entire time. And with Lamar, dude, Lamar's just going to destroy. Yeah. And he's just going to pick and choose what he wants to do. And I feel like that they're going to have more rushing yards because it's going to be a block. Dude, it's going to be like 21-0, and then they're just going to start running the ball. Well, they're that, probably going to have like and, 180 rush. I mean, I, I think Lamar will probably throw for like, I don't know, 300 or so. I and, say that too. And like, I just don't – I mean, the secondary is just so bad in Houston. It got worse this year. 
and their run de- and their defense is worse because they don't have Reader. Like they had to play JJ Watt nose tackle against Kansas City. But it's always coming down to whenever the games. Uh, you get such a big lead that then the team just wastes time off the clock. Yeah, yeah. So it's all about then, is Houston going to be able to go touchdown for touchdown with them, with that team where you're just going to have Will Fuller? Well, how many targets do you think he's going to get this game? 14? Yeah, 14 sounds 14 good. targets? But he's going you up against... You may go 12 for 14? He's going, against, he's going up against Marcus Peters and Humphrey and Hopkins even struggled. Peters is not good. Yeah, he's good. We can have the biggest argument no, ever. Peters I hate is being, good. He just he, goes he for it. He doesn't tackle well. No. But he's good at he does not want to tackle. No, he doesn't he want to touch anybody. Tackling. He goes for the he goes for the interception, the pick every single yeah, time. Yeah. He's great though. I don't think he's great. It's really it's kind of funny too like he knows the route so well that he'll be like covering a deep out and he'll be 7 yards underneath to be like, yeah, he's not running deep at all. No. He's not even going to try. Care. He knows what yeah. you're doing. And I mean, I like, throw it over his head. I love Humphrey too because he's number 44 as a cornerback, and you never see that, and that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, they're they're going back to like Baltimore's offense. I just don't. I mean, I think Baltimore's gonna go big, and even the game they played last year, they torched them with their passing game, and they had better. And that was without Brown, and they had better receivers this year. Who's their top running back last game? <sighs> I don't know for Baltimore because I was like, did Ingram do anything? No, Ingram had like. Nine carries. Did the other carries. guy do anything? I didn't. No, they just threw the ball all over Cleveland. That's and I guess they did make it bad. I don't know. That was interesting. Yeah, I mean they crushed Cleveland for the year last week. Yeah, but they just. But yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't see them throwing that much. So I think they're gonna go up big, and then it's gonna be like. That's what yeah, I mean. We're gonna hang out for a while. So I don't think they're gonna break one sixty six. Um, he also asked, "Does a super vertical offense take off for the Texans?" So. All summer, all we heard was they're really going to stretch the field out. They're going to be a lot different this year. They have so much speed. Wow, their offense is going to be crazy. They ran the same offense against Kansas City they ran all last year. Like I went back and watched the video. I'm like, this is the same stuff. This is the same route combinations. This is the same thing we're seeing. There's nothing different at all here. Are you I'm surprised? Glad. No, I'm not surprised I was going to say, like, I'm what? saying, like, I'm just speaking from the fact that all summer that's what we heard. and it was, And you could see it. Um, you can see it like when we talked about in the preview, like with Fuller and Cooks on the outside, and you get two safeties deep. Kansas City played one safety deep the entire game. How often does a coach truly change their entire game plan? Houston's. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, How often he changed? I mean, he'll change because it. Jason Garrett, for example, it was the same thing every single year. No, but he changed. No, he changes stuff, but like he changes something and it works, and he doesn't change it, and then all of a sudden they're playing against a different team, and then they're awful, and they don't know what to do after that. But I, I think one of the problems with Houston is that Cooks' leg is still hurt. And like if Cooks is 95% as fast as he is, he's not a good receiver at all anymore. Well, now you don't even know what to do because they're just going to be able to just double-team Fuller. You don't even need to double-team Fuller, though. Not for Baltimore's sake. Baltimore plays one safety deep. Man, this is going to be play an ugly deep game. Yeah, and Baltimore plays a lot of cover three and on rundowns, and they play man whenever they decide to blitz, whenever you spread the field out. What would it take for Bill to be fired? 50-0? No, he won't get fired. Oh, my God. He needs to be fired at this point. Okay, if you go 0-5, he's fired. Maybe. He's, he's fired if you go 0-5. Well, so, okay, so they play Pittsburgh. Okay. Then they play Minnesota. Yeah. Then they play Jacksonville. Yeah. Wow. Mm, okay, and then they play, t- and then they play Tennessee. Yeah, if you 0-6, you're fired. I mean, maybe. I don't know. He's Rasputin, though. Man, do you really think that they're going to win a game? 
they're gonna. I mean, in the next I, six, do you think they're gonna win a game? I think so because Watson's really good. But Watson had a bad game against Kansas City, and it's, it's not. And it's he's not gonna try to force things. Well, though. and it's not Watson's fault. It's not. Like, there just wasn't. Th- there weren't things open. I know. Um, and he's gonna just have to pull things out of. He randomness. really forced one thing, and that was that floppy interception he threw after he got him in the arm. Exactly. Like nobody was up and down field. It's like, oh, here's a jump ball between Brandon Cooks and a six foot one cornerback. I'm sure this is gonna go well. You know who would be open? Hopkins. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about <laughs> Hopkins too. And the next question you have was, who plays more snaps, John Reed or Lonnie Johnson Jr.? So one of the other weird things that happened in that game, Lonnie Johnson Jr. His Houston drafted him in the second round. He was bad in, at Kentucky. He was the worst cornerback in the league last year. And this is year two. Like usually, cornerbacks improve or whatever in their second year, but it usually takes like. Uh, not until year three until they become competent a lot of times. And so I'm still expecting not much from Lonnie this year at all. But going into that Chiefs game, he posted something on Twitter. It was like, we don't talk all line. We talk on the field. What? Like that. Yeah. And uh, and there's a picture of him in the tunnel after he scooped and scored on the pump block or whatever. I'm like, I, yeah, I guess so, Lonnie. But you're kind of talking <laughs> on line right now. But he didn't play the entire first half. And they started John Reed, who was their rookie fifth-round pick or fifth-round pick from Penn State, and he played the entire first half of that game and got beat by Sammy Watkins like four times. And then Johnson played the second half when the game was already kind of over. And uh, it's and they never said he was hurt. They didn't really mention it at all. But I think he got suspended for a half by, by posting on Twitter that day. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> Bill wants so hard to be Bill. Yeah, I think that's what happened. That's all that would be then. So I'm assuming Johnson Jr. will play more snaps. And that's read, what I was going to say. And read this Johnson game. Jr. As long as he doesn't like tweet at Lamar you know, Jackson and be like, you know, take your name out my mouth or something like that. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be amazing. Which would be the, one of the funniest things ever. Hey, he Lamar, why don't you shut up? <laughs> Lamar's just, you know, By on the, way, the sideline. I think that would be amazing. I think my favorite thing about the Ravens game, watching the Ravens play now, are the sideline shots when they're up 31-0, and Lamar's just bored, you know? He has nothing to yeah, do. Yeah, he's just, like, hanging out in a hammock. He might as well have, like, one of those little paper things where you're doing the paper triangle. It's, like, red, blue. Yeah, and then you yeah, do B-L-U-E. Yeah. Try to find out who you're going to keep. He's playing MASH. <laughs> That's exactly what he's doing over there. He's like, all right, tell me when to stop. Him and RG3 <laughs> are playing MASH on the sideline. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. I would like that. Um... Yeah, and so just overall, this is an awful matchup for Houston. Baltimore's defense is great. Their run defense is kind of iffy against Cleveland's outside zone scheme, but Houston doesn't have the same level of run offense. Uh, but they did this thing where they put Ellis at nose tackle, who weighs 350 pounds, and they put Brandon Williams at defensive end, who weighs you know 345, and that kind of stopped Cleveland's rushing attack on that end. And they're just really spread out too, so like I still think it's their weakness, but I think they'll, they're going to be like average instead of below average this year. And Houston doesn't have a their offensive line just keeps making mistakes. Like they're talented, but it's like six guys make their block and one guy screws it up, and all of a sudden they get one yard instead of four yards, or they get seven yards instead of fifteen yards. Um, and then Lamar's quick passing, Mark they can't cover Kelsey, they can't cover Mark Andrews, and that's a bad matchup too. And I was gonna ask you if you like Baltimore's pass their receivers now, but you said you did. No, I did. Yeah. And I, I agree with you completely where they have the guy that can just do little cross, the veteran, and then you have the guy that's the deep threat, and then you have little things. But the main thing is always having that tight end, mm-hmm. little cross route, and then you have the deep threat. Yeah. You have those three, you're typically in good shape, mm-hmm. especially if you have something else that can then cause something else like to cause a threat with the other team. I would also just hate to play football against Baltimore. 
But yeah, because like, you it's don't just know like, what to even do. Even if you're an offensive player, it's like, oh, that guy's over here. And they're just. Yeah, I don't want to play that. They're just moving everywhere. There's so much movement. It just seems like a headache. You It'd know? be awesome if one of the guys just threw up his hands behind. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> one of the I'm guys tired, just runs across the field. Dude. I'm not doing that. I'm not following him. He pulls a. Uh, oh, what's the name of that cornerback who retired from the Bills game in the first quarter? Vontae <laughs> Davis. <Yes. laughs> it was he came of, out. He goes, I'm not doing I'm this. I'm not doing this anymore. And like, it was funny. Tre Davis White kind of laughed about like on Twitter earlier this year. He was like, you just went through training camp. <laughs> exactly. And this is the fun part. You're going to quit. So, I don't know. Um, also, the last time that Baltimore lost. So, Baltimore, they're 15-1 and one over the last 16 games. Oh, my God. The one game they lost was to Tennessee. You know how many things went right for them to beat Tennessee? For them to lose to Tennessee? They went 0-4 in fourth downs after going like 85% all year. Uh, they had like three. I think they had two turnovers. Tennessee scored three touchdowns in the red zone. And Tennessee also used a really cool like zone coverage that they forced you know everything in the sideline and you know Brown was hurt so and Jackson kind of struggles throwing to the sideline like that he's more of like a middle of the field thrower and then that was also in their run defense was you know below average and Derrick Henry you know ran for 225 yards whatever it was and just like Brown and a hamburger meet throughout that game so like, that's what had to happen for them to lose one game Houston has none of those things to do. <laughs> To be able to play with Baltimore. We're talking about they got a running back. I kind of like David Johnson now. Oh, my God. Like, he looked good last week. Like, he had three really pretty runs. I was like, wow, that's really pretty. But, like, is he worth DeAndre Hopkins? That's what I was going to say. But, like, he looked better last week against Kansas City than he's looked since 2016, I guess. Well, yeah, it's because everybody's only talked crap about him the entire time. And he hasn't played in three years. He better look good. It's true, too. You know? But, yeah, I I I was pleasantly surprised by how he played. Like he had three like really pretty runs. I'm like, oh, that was sick. I like that. Matt, I'm I'm glad that you're actually happy about something with Houston. This brings a smile to my face to know that you are smiling on the inside. Because um, that's why I'm just quiet on this. I'm segment trying to think here. what else. I, like. I have nothing else positive when it comes to Houston Texas. I apologize to all Texas fans out there. Again, I've always wanted to be the positive guy when it comes to this team, but no, no, I'm just, I'm not doing it this year. Yeah, I just I'm, can't. They win against everything I ever loved. I can't do it. <laughs> Not doing it. I'm trying to think hard about other things I like. I'm like, uh, that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm like, Wolf Fuller caught a really cool out route for eight yards. There you go. Against man coverage. Great out route. I like that. I don't like their offensive line. I don't like JJ Watt playing nose tackle all that much. Their linebacker play was bad. I don't like PJ Hall all that much. But like, he may have to play defensive end the entire year because they don't have anybody else. Um, Omnyehu was kind of was bad. Now they had to play every snap. You know, Jacob Martin ran really fast once. That was cute. Uh, Whitney Merciless is bad. I don't know. Justin Reed trail playing man coverage. Like, it's, I, I went back and watched all the films. Like, I don't like any of this, you know? Yeah. But I'm, hopefully, it's like, it's because it's Kansas City. And then you'd be like, well, it's because they play Baltimore. <laughs> and then they're 0 2. And you're like, well, they have to beat the Steelers. And Pittsburgh has the best front seven in football. There you go. Well, it's like a front 10 right now with how they rotate guys and some of the stuff they create. And so, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see, though. <laughs> you, that's why they play the games, I guess. Uh, so what's your pick for this one? And Houston are Houston seven-point favorites at home. Wait, seven-point favorites? Seven-point underdogs. Okay. I was like, what are you reading? Making sure you're listening to me. Yeah. <laughs> you like even like gave me weird blood. I'm like, that's not right. Uh, we have Baltimore here. I'm going to go same kind of thing. I have Baltimore 38, and then I have Houston 21. Yeah, I have Baltimore too. I think in in the predictions post we had on the website, I think I said thirty four twenty, 
Like, I think they're going to go up like 31-6. Wow, why are you copying me? Because you know what Houston does in the fourth quarter? Score touchdowns. But like, yeah, we did. We played it pretty hard. Yeah, they're going to have like seven points, and Baltimore's going to have 31 until the fourth quarter. Yeah. It's exactly and they're going to score gonna two garbage touchdowns. Yeah. But yeah, we played pretty well. So what's going to happen. You know, I really think we're getting it together, you know. We didn't have a training camp, and it's tough. Um, last thing I'm going to say is, so Ronald Cobb had zero targets until the fourth quarter. <laughs> he was out there. He just couldn't get open. But yes. Was, was not open at all. But he has three years on the contract. He just kept running juke routes and just couldn't get open. I, it was nauseating. I can't believe that you guys signed him to that. I didn't sign him. I can't believe you signed Don't him Don't you that. guys mean? You were in that building. Nope. You were in that office. You sat at that table. It's kind of funny. If and you said, cop, take it. You could be like the smartest person in that organization. Be like, yeah, I told him not to, sign, not to trade DeAndre Hopkins. And you're like the genius in that organization now. Uh, just by saying that. So the next game we have here, Atlanta sick. versus Dallas. The Dallas Cowboys are four and a half point favorites at home. So do you feel better about your team after their loss to Los Angeles Rams? You know my honest opinion? Yeah. I really like this team. I liked what I saw. I really did. Everything everything just seemed to work here. And everyone's like, oh my God, Taylor, haha, the Dallas Cowboys lost. No, 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 no. You didn't watch the whole game then. How Dallas typically worked was mistakes always happen. There was always something that went wrong. Oh, they never made adjustments. Oh, they just came back and it was garbage time. This wasn't like that for this game. This was a matchup where I actually really did enjoy how the Rams played. I liked both teams here where they just played solid football. Sure, some of them made some mistakes down the line, Mm -hmm. things like that. The Dallas defense really does make me sick. That's the only thing I could honestly say, and that's just because it's going to be just don't score points. Just don't make them score a touchdown. Yeah. Just get away with the field goal, and if you get off the field, I have a smile on my face. The only thing I absolutely hated for this whole game was the Mike McCarthy not going for the field goal. Oh, yeah. I don't even think about the pass interception well, with that, the whole Gallup thing. That's Well, no, no, no. That was the first time he's ever done that. Oh, uh, okay. So if that was the <laughs> first time you've ever done that in your whole career, what the hell are you thinking? You're fourth and three. You're on the 11. Your defense hasn't been able to stop the Rams since this point. Sure, they stopped them in the fourth, but they didn't after that point. Yeah. So what are you doing? Well, that's kind of the argument to go fourth, though. That's that's not the argument. Well, th- now it's fourth and three. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying like the argument to go fourth, though, is like our defense is struggle. We need to get points because Los Angeles is probably going to score. But you again. go for the tie. Yeah. If the tie is there, you go for the tie. This isn't beginning of the game let's just try you had the momentum if they kick the field goal they still have the momentum because then the pressure is on the rams to score yeah the the rams i i I agree i agree with the fact like i'm always pro going going for it i was just talking about like the idea like well if you don't get it or whatever now they have the ball and whatever else but whenever you have a bad defense it's better to go for because you have to score more points you know to stay with them but the one problem I have with that, that decision scenario, no. was the third and six. Don't run yeah. it. If you're going to go for them fourth and six, if don't run it on third and six at all. It it just didn't make sense. Like, if you're like going you and for I talked about, down, go pass it twice, you know? If you said, because he did say Mike McCarthy after the interview, saying that, oh, I just thought that my offense was in rhythm. If you thought that, what was the play calling leading up to that yeah, what moment? what was your third and six it's, decision? Then? Yeah, it doesn't make sense saying that you thought your offense was in rhythm. They weren't. Yeah, you just wanted to call that because you wanted to be like, I'm going to make a splash in here. Yeah, like what yeah. you said. Oh, it's a great call. No, it's a crap call. I think call. it's the right call on it's fourth not. and three. 
But the third, I have more of an issue at third and six than fourth than fourth and three. I think it's a terrible call with fourth and three on the eleven. It's a terrible call. But no matter what, no matter what analytics tell me on the eleven yard line for fourth and three, you're not one yard. You're not one and a half. Yeah. You are three yards away. No, no, no. That's awful. <laughs> awful play calling. It's awful coaching. Awful strategy. I don't care what the hell anybody tells me with that. Terrible. So are you afraid that he's going to be too much no. not like Jason Carrot? Mm. He's going to be too crazy out mm. there? Jerry. Jerry even. All, all Jerry did after that whole game is he just went up to a tally marker. He grabbed a little marker and he went to Mike McCarthy and he just put a line right there. You know what that's called? <laughs> it's called strike one. Yeah. That's all it is. Don't make me Jerry have strike three because then he makes a phone call. Yeah. You don't want Jerry to have a phone call to you. That's the rules. And I'll put it to you this way. This is a must win. Yeah. You better show me something. And I think they are. I actually have really confidence in this team. I love the way my running back looked. Do you see how thin that man was? He looked like he lost 60 he pounds great. to me. He was so quick. His hands he was great juking. Too. He was catching. He was showing off his weight loss to the camera. I loved everything that I saw from that man. Yeah. Nothing bad to say. CD looked great. The offensive pass interference on him was an absolute joke. Well, that was on Gallup. No, no, the uh, beginning of the game. Oh, he was yeah, called yeah. for one. That was an absolute joke yeah. saying that he pushed the guy in the back, which absolutely not. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The Gallup, though, that's – by the way, Jalen didn't have that good of a game against us. He had – Because Cooper did well. Yeah, he like he was able to catch the short stuff yes. against him. And Jaylen make had, moves. I mean, he hit though, you know. He did, and he made great tackles. I think, but I think it's just two, whenever you have two really good players, both players are going to win that battle. Gallup had him beat though. Yeah, he did. Gallup had him beat completely, and it was a flop because it was the veteran where I know how to flail my arms like I'm LeBron James. Yeah, he did this. That's all that was. Which, to my, to my even watching it, and I told my dad because my dad's like, no, it's BS going against Cowboys. I was like. The, my whole issue, what he does at the end when he's blocking Ramsey, he flicks the wrist up. Yeah. He, like, flicks his hand up where it's a motion where it's like that. Yeah, you can't Where Jalen do... then is flailing, you're doing that with your wrist. Yeah. It truly looks like you're then shoving off. Well, it's, I mean, they're calling it live, you yeah. know, and that's the hard thing No, about it, exactly. And, again, it's such a bang-bang thing. I still blame the Mike McCarthy because – with me going back to you're now putting pressure on the offense to score. You guys got to get in field goal range now. You're on the 10-yard. You got to get the yards, otherwise we lose. Yeah. When they could have been able to go for the win and run an offense casually. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, also, I mean, I think the biggest thing about that, too, was in the fourth quarter, just how they changed their defense. Like, the first half, like, all the Rams stuff that they had success with in the first half, that was all, like, it was all their script. We're going to run this on first and 10. Then it's me second four. We're going to run this. And we've been practicing these same 15 plays all week just for Dallas, you know. And I think Dallas is going to struggle against teams that can run wide like that. Because Dante, Don Terry Poe is fat. He looks like crap. They don't have another linebacker next to Jalen Smith. Because, um, you know, we have a white boy running back who uh, apparently white boy running back or white boy linebackers can only last six games out of the year in Dallas and Dallas. Yeah. That's probably the only thing that can ever happen for yeah, the white boy. He broke his linebacker. collarbone cleanly is what they said. He's just Sean Lee. Yeah. He's just a young Sean Lee. You're um, fantastic when you're on the field, but how often are you on the field? Yeah. And Griffin doesn't look very like he looks, he looks pretty big. 
he lo- looks yeah, bigger he's than he looks. Stocky. Like, yeah, he looks. He needs to thin out. He looks like can of like uh, Campbell's chunky beef soup. If he's know? having to cover somebody, that guy's going to score a touchdown. Yeah, well, you, he's not supposed to cover anybody. Well, but like Poe, Poe, like I mean, Poe was atrocious out there, and so I just think they're kind of slow. Alden Smith was great though. Yeah, well, like Alden Smith had a ton of tackles because he's just staying on the edge and he's fast. Yeah, and like he cleaned up well, a lot. Finally, somebody could put he, pressure. Well, we have just, something. Just the speed to clean up tackles and the outside zone attack was really important. But I think what changed in the second half, though, it was like, oh, it's it's second and seven, we're blitzing. Oh, Jared Goff's in the shotgun, we're blitzing. And Goff had no answer for it all whatsoever. Matt, what did you just say that they did? They blitzed. And they changed? Well, you they, say they changed? I'm saying they changed in like second and third When down. did I ever have a changed team in the second half yeah, of the Dallas yeah. Cowboys? Finally, when something didn't work, they made an adjustment. How am I ever going to be upset where finally I'm getting angry at the beginning of the game because to your point, screen pass, screen pass. Hey, look, you're not going to catch Robert Woods. They made an adjustment that they had, oh, look at this. Mm-hmm. There's some coaching going on for the Dallas Cowboys. I, it was a good game because Malcolm Brown did surprise me for the Rams as well. Yeah, I think the Rams were fine overall. I think they ran a very steady game. Yeah, they're all they have. They're comp like the coaching and the play designs competent. Yes, enough that they're not going to be an awful team. But it's like, well, what do you do whenever you have to have Goff have to win you games? Exactly. And he no. didn't have to this time. And I, I think the play that hurt Dallas the most though was that missed tackle um, that Diggs had on Van Jefferson that let him like get yards after the catch and run the end zone. I think that was the play that really hurt them. And like he, that was just. And I thought Diggs played really well for Dallas that game too. Um, I was I was really surprised by how well he played, but that one missed tackle he was really play hurt well. them. Yeah, I I didn't think he was that great in Alabama, but he definitely played better in Dallas yesterday. And he's a zone corner too, and they play a lot more. They play a ton of zone in Dallas. I'm I again I no matter what anybody can tell me about what the game was, I enjoyed it tremendously. To where I just think this is a team where they have made changes. You can clearly see. I think my quarterback gained some confidence because what I love more than anything was him finally making the decision to run. Yeah. He was in the pocket on third down. He saw there's nothing there. It's third and nine. What does he do? He takes off. Yeah. You're great. You can do that every time. Mm-hmm. What did he do every time? He picked it up. Yeah. I, I love that because he's making the decision to do it. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. And that's what is going to get you that contract. Because from what I've seen from the other division, from the other people in my division, we should easily take it. Yeah, yeah. Easily. Especially well, should have Philly they, already lost half their And they team. should have last year as well, too. I know. And that's the hard thing. It's like, wait, because th- like last night, that was a 2019 Dallas or loss. Yeah, but I disagree I'm just, with I'm just, that. I'm just talking about the fact they lost a close game they probably should have won. That's what, they did that like seven times last year. I just... I don't think it's the same thing by any means. I'm not just, for the way they again, play. Not, I'm not talking about the way they play, the way they look, but it was a Dallas two thousand. You're talking about score. Yeah, and like also just losing a close game in kind of a dumb way. But that's not... They did that seven times last year. But... Uh, like, I, again, I'm not talking about this. You're also the guy that's like, the fourth the and three design. call is fine. Uh, yeah, I'm fine fourth and no! three. I'm not fine with third and six, though. See, third and six is. If you're the fine issue. fourth and three, then I want to hear you saying that it was classic right. Dallas. That's fine. No, again, because you would go on with that same call. I'm talking so about just, you just contributed. I'm just to the talking about decision. them losing in a dumb way, and you they lost what? in a dumb way. You lose game. in a dumb way. They should have won that lose game. In a dumb way. Every they're time. better than Los Angeles is. They you know who they're better than? Atlanta Falcons. Matt, I want your whole segment because let's reverse teams here. Can you please? I still like Atlanta. I know. I need you to explain your defense here because you're like, 
oh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan only gets yards and anything because of garbage time. No, Ryan His played stats well. are skewed. No, and I'm going to well. go on because this year is – I'm going to pay attention. His stats are garbage stats. That's why he looks the way he does. He is the garbage man. He was good that entire game. Here he game. comes. The garbage collector coming in to pick up more game. yards because it's 38 to 14. So th- there was two things that really were stupid that game. One was that third and 23 defensive pass interference penalty. That wasn't defensive <laughs> pass interference. And then they, sc- they throw that quick little screen pass touchdown or the swing pass touchdown. They had like a 42-yard screen pass touchdown too. And they also tried a fake punt they fumbled on. And like, and after that, they're down by three touchdowns, um, and they're kind of screwed after that. But like the offense is good the entire game, and I still think like, look, they're gonna have problems on the outside and double moves. Like I don't, I mean, I think Dallas should be able to score, you know, thirty-one on them or so. Um, Zeke should just dominate this team. Yeah, or just especially in the passing game, like in the run game. Well, CD, like, I think their run, de- I think their run defense is a little bit better than it was last year. I think Atlanta could have like a, a fine run defense, but yeah, like just they have issues out in the flats, you know. And so I think Elliott should have a good game. And also just double moves. Like, Gallup should be able to beat Isaiah Oliver a few times in double moves like Metcalf did um, last week, too. Dak was like, giving it to everybody. I, I like Atlanta's it. offense, though. Oh, my God. And I think their defense can be You like their garbage enough. offense? No, their offense is good that entire game. What's the... No, no. I think got stopped company. on fourth down three times by Jamal Adams, too. <laughs> oh he was really good that game. Jamal Adams, man. Something yeah. special. Yeah. Um, but, and Calvin Ridley was sick. Calvin Ridley had like ten catches for like two hundred thirty yards. Yeah, yeah Calvin Ridley awesome. destroyed. Yeah, and it's because what did Julio have that game? I think he had like eight or nine. Okay, I but was he like, only had he had eight or nine for like one hundred eleven yards. You know. Yeah. But, Interesting. Um, Is this the passing of the torch now? No, I think it's just because Julio gets two guys and then really runs over the top of him wide open. But usually that has happened in the past, but nobody's really been that number two or taken Sinu, over. I guess, have one year of doing it. I'm sorry, but I think this is the year where Calvin's going to be able to be that numero uno in Atlanta. Well, I, I think he would be... You want to make a bet on this? If you're saying that, like, it's... Has th- more yards. It's, it's statistically number one, but the way the offense built, it's not I know what you're saying, but who's, who's going to have more yards? Uh, I would still say, well, I still Ooh. say Julio. You want to make a bet? I think he's going to be more consistent. I think Ridley's going to be like 200 and then 70, you know? No, I think, I think Ridley would be I think consistent. he's more high, I think he's more of a high variance player. Like Julio's like, yeah, he's going to get 125 every week. No, I think Calvin's the takeover now. From okay. what I saw, he's going to be the garbage man's right hand man. All right. Sounds good. I'm excited for you to watch more Atlanta Falcons football. I hate the Atlanta Falcons. I don't like their jerseys either. God. The only thing I don't like Matt Ryan, garbage man. Um, but this is kind of like a must-win game for these two this, teams. This in is. A way. Well, no, no, it's not a must-win for Atlanta because they were never going anywhere. I don't it's think it's a must-win for, for Dallas. I don't think it's for Dallas just because of their. their this division. is a more important game for Atlanta because the division. But I need them to be able to win. I need them to just win against a team so we could just be one and one and be like, all right, this is nice. I hope this is going to be like a like a forty-one thirty sort of game. I don't think it's going to be a forty-one thirty game at all. I hope so. What do you have? Uh, I'm picking. The, so the line is This is Dallas. your team. Remember, this is your team. Yeah, yeah. I was right. So Atlanta plays Chicago the fall, the week after. I don't care. Um, so I have Atlanta. So Dallas are four and a half point favorites. I have Atlanta with the spread. I think Dallas wins, but I like the four and a half points for Atlanta. I think these two teams like offensively are pretty evenly matched. I have Dallas thirty one. I have Atlanta twenty four. Thirty one twenty four? Yep. Yeah, and I don't know, it's kinda of funny because I do feel like Dallas can lose this game. It doesn't matter. No, 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 no. They're not going to lose this game. I'm not worried about it. 
We're not losing. <laughs> Put it on the board. All right. All right. So the next game we have here is the Arizona Cardinals. I guess it's R. Is it R the Arizona Cardinals or is the Ar- I think it's is. What? Is the Arizona Cardinals. Of course it's the is. I guess, Wait. Wait. Yeah. Who cares? I'm bad at English. Yeah. So English it's them hard. against the Washington Redskins. Now. I like this game. Yeah. So Arizona, DeAndre Hopkins, 14 for 16, 151 yards. Now, I know it's still kind of early on, but. Do you think the Arizona Cardinals actually won the DeAndre Hopkins trade? Matt, I think the Arizona Cardinals are amazing. They're going to start 5-0. I'm I'm just going to let everybody know this. The fact that they won against 49ers the way that they did and the way that they looked where there's no fear in Kyler Murray. Yeah. There is none. He's whatsoever. not taking sacks now. The man is so confident now, which... This itty-bitty man should not be as confident as he is. You know how times he was sacked last week? Was it half? Twice. Oh, I thought but he, he was sacked like, like half a sack or one five sack. times, six times a game last year. And Bosa was whipping their left tackle over and over but again. That's what I mean. This but there is was pressure. San he was just getting This ain't a normal defense. This is one of the top defenses in the league. Yeah. Or supposed to be one of the it's, top defenses in the league. I mean, it's not going to be this year. I think it is. Sherman's already hurt. Eh, well, that's so so. But I'm really talking about who you're that. playing against. I think Arizona's that good. It's kind of my point to it. I think Arizona, with their offense, just has that many weapons to be able to produce mm-hmm. against any defense that you're going to throw out. Which, do we have a game, Arizona versus Baltimore? No. Man. All I know is Kyler Murray versus Lamar Jackson, and with both offenses going back, that would be fun. Just throwing that out there to you. Yeah, it'd be fun. This is interesting to me because I like Washington's you defense. Know, you know who we get instead? Who you get? Kyler Murray. Miami Dolphins. Kyler Murray. I guess you're here for this one. Kyler Murray, Josh Allen. Oh, my God. Kyler Murray, Cam Newton. Actually, you want to make a bet on that game? Whenever it comes up. Okay, cool. Um, Well, I I think one of of the big questions I had entering the 2020 NFL season was if Kyler Murray would improve on his ability to take sacks. Because, I mean, he just laid down like a little baby for some of them last year. He had Really saved his body. Yeah. And, And so I was interested to see, like, what he would do this year and, I mean, he ran for close to 100 yards. I think he ran for 93 yards, you know, and really did a great job, you know, breaking a tackle, taking off. And, you know, they play a lot of zone coverage in San Francisco. When you play five wide receiver sets like that, guys are running 15 yards down the field, you know, and they would have to spy some. I don't think they really did that great of a job um, with their game plan and kind of keep them in the pocket. And uh, he really kind of uh, took advantage of that throughout that game. I just think it was extremely impressive all around because 49ers didn't even play that bad on offense. They kind of suck. But they had was, one play. But it was Jimmy and that G. Was, that was the Mostert angle route. And they blitzed him, and he, he can't get out of the pocket. But it was still points being scored where it was a back-and-forth type deal here. Yeah, it was close. That's what I mean. I and mean this is division the one, game, the too. One great, this is big for me. The one great play they had was Raheem Mostert on an angle route against Isaiah Simmons, and he tore him for 74 yards. Is Mostert the starter? Nobody's a starter there. Okay, the well, back. they should probably make Mostert the starter. No, there's no such thing as a starter there. No, but uh, there should be with him. That's no, what my no, point no. is to it. <laughs> he's a guy that works the hardest, and if he's a starter, he probably is having 120 yeah, yards a game. Jerry McKinnon needs 10 touches, and Tevin Coleman needs 10 touches. Why, is, why does McKinnon need anything? He looked okay. Why does McKinney need anything? Because he's paid like $11 million this year. Get him off my team. He looked good. All I was I know happy is, to see him out there can again. Can I go back to what I was saying? I like Arizona. Yeah, I like them too. I think I said they're going to go five and zero, four but and one. I need to talk about the other team now. 
Uh, well, the last thing I want to say about Arizona, oh, okay. like the Hopkins stuff, they just played oh. off. They just played <laughs> off man. It, well, I'm just like, no, there was a lot of a lot of discussion about it. Um, but they played a lot off man coverage against them, and he was like, yeah, I'll run curls and comebacks and out routes over and over again. The one thing that was really surprising, and like he showed this in glimpses in Houston, was his ability after the catch. He was fantastic after the catch. Yeah, oh, you're like, what the? <laughs> like he, like the one play always sticks out is that spin move, the double spin move he had against Dallas to beat yeah. them in overtime. Like he was, he was doing that, up that like four or five times against Arizona or against San Francisco. You're but like, what? Matt, of course. What, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, that was fun though. Um, <laughs> yeah, old time. He's so Gotta good. love him. He's so good. And the funny thing too is like all the Texans fan the summer. Or after the week one loss, the Kansas City was like, well, they need more time to get their players together. They have a lot of moving parts. Like, oh, yeah, like DeAndre Hopkins needed a lot of time to, you know, catch 14 passes for 150 yards and completely outgain the entirety of Houston's receiving core by himself. Like, they, re- they really needed a lot of time this summer. I'm not. I'm not in this right now. So, Washington, so Washington's <laughs> defensive line last week, just their defensive line. This isn't including John Bostic mm-hmm. blitzing through the middle. Just their defensive line. Six and a half sacks, 11 hits, and 13 pressures. Um, Chase Young's phenomenal. Um, he's unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> I don't even think he's real because yeah. he's in a whole defense in one body. If you have him on team, you have to triple. He's going to be like Aaron Donald where you have, you're going to have like pictures and gifts of just three guys around him at all times if he's ever coming at you. Mm-hmm. You have to. Well, he had that one sack in the red zone where they try to chip him with the running back. He spins off the running back inside Jason Peters and force fumbles. Carson Wentz, you're like, yeah, I mean, that's one of the 10, bu- 10 best pass rushes I've ever seen in my entire life. That's <laughs> no completely fine. Yeah. Uh, I do think Wentz is really stupid that game, though. Like, just like turds in his, in his skull, sort of stupid. He... And he ran into a lot of sacks. He didn't get the ball out quickly. He, did, he had like three of those times he was hit like this. Yep. He fumbled twice. He could have fumbled four more times. Um, I really think he just had an awful game, too, at the same time. And he missed a lot of stuff downfield. He overthrew, like, three open deep shots. He had those, like, two out routes where he just threw the ball inside instead of outside. Got picked off on that. Uh, all, he had an awful game, though, after that Man, first bomb to If we're uh, really talking Rager. here, he doesn't look good. Yeah, it was bad. Like, Ugh. that was weird. Because even Dak was rusty. Even some guys have been rusty with the quarterback. I don't... He looked like Baker to me. He was. He looked like Baker, where it's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Where it's just, it's making decisions that you shouldn't make at this point, if, guys. You're too old. If Josh Allen did what he did last week, they were never to call him fire. Look, look, that's what we told you. Blah, 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 what are you talking blah. about? Nobody's even talking about I'm Buffalo. Just, I'm just telling you, if he, if Josh yeah, Allen did what Wentz lost did, the Jets. that's all people will be talking about. You lost the Jets. But Wentz sure. has the pedigree of being a great quarterback. Still, can I also say this though? I may have to shut up about Dwayne Haskins. He was bad that game. But he rallied his team. I guess so. But the defense <laughs> liked him. But he was like the pump up. Yeah, guy. I think people like him. I think That's what I mean. Like, yeah. The team, no, I think, like, I think Haskins, with like, Haskins does everything right. He works hard. He practices yeah. hard. Well, He's I wasn't expecting leader. the uh, selfie guy to be like that with the team. That was fun. Team. It was his first win. Well, that wasn't fun. Man, yeah, the was game fun. wasn't over. It was fun. He didn't get to finish his first game. He started off this game three of twelve, though. That I, I like the biggest thing about quarterbacks is accuracy, 
And if you either have it or you don't, you never see a young quarterback who just like gets more accurate as he gets older. And I the just don't see that. good enough, though. I just don't see the accuracy for Haskins. It's by the way, can you see? And I would hate if Washington is one of these teams. But Ron Rivera already seems to have them believing this man has cancer. For God's sakes, horrible, horrible. Is lymphoma bad? Is that bad cancer to have? I don't know. I don't know. You can't ask me these things. I'm not I don't looking know these what up. It is. I mean, like I don't like I don't know. Like if lymphoma is bad, you know, it's like having skin cancer. Where you can, it's like, not like I have like a lady of 10 years that's a nurse or something, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like it's not. Like, I mean, I know brain cancer is really bad, but it's lymphoma. Really yeah, bad. I would think brain cancer is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I don't know if that's a. Dude, imagine going to the doctor oh and be like, yeah, you got brain cancer. Yeah, brain cancer. Like, yeah, all right. All right. Would you rather have brain cancer or ass cancer? Ass cancer. <laughs> I don't, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't have an ass to begin with, so it doesn't I don't know what that means. Uh, but yeah, Haskins finished, <laughs> finished 17 of 31 for 178 yards. He threw one touchdown. Uh, I mean, he was bad this game, but it's like the defense just kept force-feeding him easy opportunities, and they did enough with it, you know. But yeah, I, I this this game is really interesting just from a like defensive, it. offensive line perspective. Like, okay, Washington's cornerback's bad. Yeah. They're, they're bad, you know. But this pass rush is overwhelming. And again, it's not just Young. It's Ryan Kerrigan. It's Montez Sweat. It's Jonathan Allen. It's Theron Payne. It's Matthew Iannotis. Um, It's Ryan Anderson, too. And then Who's Bostick guys? was great as a blitzer. But it's like Arizona didn't pass block that well last week. It was Murray making plays happening. They threw a lot of stuff really quick. So it's going to be interesting to see if Washington's pass rush, like if Murray can get away from this pass rush like he got away from San Francisco's. Yeah, but I also think that when it comes to Washington, they're going to be able to do some things on offense. I don't really see it at all. I like McLaurin. I like Barber. Yeah, I like. I think they got some weapons here. I like McLaurin. Everybody likes McLaurin. Oh, who doesn't? I like I Steven mean, Sims. The man's special. Dude, Sims is good too. Yeah, but he's not McLaurin. Yeah, but he's like he can jump high. He's like five ten. Yeah, but he's not McLaurin. Of course not. And McLaurin's like. By the way, like a like a grace from God to get him in the third round. When it comes to this game, who's it at? It doesn't matter. No, it does matter. It's at Arizona. All right. What do you got? I I'm picking Arizona, but I do okay. think Washington's gonna keep this can keep it close against like how how well can Murray deal with this pass rush? You know, because they're gonna get after him. They're gonna I win know. blocks, and it's just like can Chase Young get you know can he devour him? You know. What's the point? Uh, the Cardinals are seven point favorites. Like, I think Murray's going to get sacked like seven times this game. And they're going to be limited. Do you want me to go or you go? Uh, I have Arizona. I think it's going to be close, but I'm still going to Arizona with the points. I'm taking the favorite still. We're going Washington. Because I have, well, technically, because I have Arizona 24 and I have Washington 18. All right. I like it. I think Washington, to your point, is going to make this a game. Yeah, I just, I mean, I think the pass rush is going to be good against them. Yeah, I, I think that they're going to be able to make this a one-score game where they're going to be able to try to come back, and then Arizona's going to be able to make a play to kind of seal it. But yeah. I can just see something along those lines to happen where, dude, that's a bet to make. Mm -hmm. I bet on Washington on this. All right. Because, again, whenever your head coach is going through something like a battle <laughs> like this, that, like, ups. Yeah. That ups everything. Yeah, it kind of removes the... I don't know if that's horrible or not, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Everyone know. knows what I'm saying, though. That's like, all Ron, that matters. Ron, Ron's a great guy. Yeah, he's great. Everybody Actually, I, I said that I wanted Dallas to hire him as a head coach. Yeah, Ron's great. I would love him because he's yeah. defensive-minded. 
Yeah. And he just seems like a, he just seems like a great guy too. He does. Like if you're gonna play football, like I like to play football for, no, for Ron Rivera. Play for him. I don't want to play for Adam Gaze. No. I'll play for Ron Rivera though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the last game, Seattle versus New England. Um, the rematch from the Super Bowl that was, I guess, four years ago. Yeah. Six years ago. Yeah, six years ago. I'm too old at this point, so whenever people add years, it just makes me like. So Whoa. this Super Bowl happened the 14-15 season. So wait, Sam didn't move yet. I guess so. I think it's six. Well, it's six years in NFL seasons. Okay. Yeah. So here we are again. It's Russell Wilson this time against Cam Newton. Um, I like, I did you watch Cam? Did you like it? Did okay. You they did. Man, I can't believe we're starting with Cam. Okay. No, I didn't watch okay, Cam. Okay, I can talk about Cam if you want then. No, no, no. Yeah, well, so here's like he my thing. I saw some things. Okay. Kind of, let me say this. I didn't watch the game because no, am I not watching that I watched it. Go- Toy- okay, enjoy, enjoy. But here's the thing. It's like what I even told you. I knew what the game plan was going to be going into it. Where New England was just going to run the ball over and over and over. What this season is going to come down to for New England is if Cam's going to be able to be healthy. Yeah, if he can you deal with it. You could be able to do the Michelle and the Cam Newton thing where they're going to try to be more like a Lamar Jackson. But Cam's just... It's not like Lamar at all just because Cam... It's too big of a body and he's not he's quick like, or he's anything. He's like a Clydesdale. It's a bulldozer. Yeah. So it's really coming down it's to if he's going to be able to take the hits or not. Well, it was funny. Like, the first run he had, he carried Kyle Van Noy like seven yards on his back. Just like gave him a piggyback rise. Like, oh, he just looks like a tank, you know, like some sort of siege weapon. So to go back to our earlier segments to kind of tie this into it, it's also why I want to bring up this game. What if Odell was traded to New England? I don't, I don't know if it matters all that much. Cam Newton, Odell. I don't know. I don't know, man. Something could happen with that because now you at least have a target and a threat because Michelle and him are just going to go back and forth crazy. Well, I mean, their offense is going to be – it's like the anti-Baltimore offense where it's quick passing but it's not very deep down the field. It's a, it's an option run offense. It's one of the most boring games of all time. Yeah, it's an option run offense, but it's not like as uh, intricate as Baltimore's is, and like they don't have the same caliber of athlete too. With Cam compared to Lamar Jackson, but like it's still I don't know. It's kind of fun. It's like uh, it's really it's just like nostalgic to watch Cam run that read option and to, and really hold the handoff and keep it and get seven yards. You know, it really is just, it really does feel like you know 2016 or 2015 all over again. Uh, watching Cam in some of those plays. I think it's They're not going to score a lot of points, but they're going to hold the ball for a while. They're going to be efficient. They're going to be methodical. They're going to get first downs. They'll win the time of possession battle. Um, but yeah, and, and all their passing, like they're stuck in a box, so they don't have any downfield threats. Like They could use Chris Hogan on this offense. I think it's impressive when you're going up against a team like Miami. Now, when you're going up against a team like Seattle with the Magician, who does something that only three quarterbacks in the entire world have ever done. 86%. What was he, 31 of 35? Yeah, eight, four touchdowns. Uh, Matt. Yeah. Matt. He should have won MVP last year. Matt. Uh, Matt, look at me. Look at me right now. What was that? What is that? He's incredible. What is this, huh? What What is this, the most underrated player of all time? That's what what I, does this man that's have to do? That's what I've been saying do? for a year, dude. Don't you dare, because he did you cut the crap. I've been he saying it for a year. He didn't deserve it last year, so cut it out. I've been saying this for a year. He didn't deserve it last year. Yeah, Lamar did. did, so stop. No, I'm not doing did. this with you. This Bill Belichick just said, hey, you know, Matt Weston was what right. What he did on the first game against Atlanta was said, you didn't give me the MVP last year. Fine, I'll do better. He is not fair. 
he is everything with the quarterback. I He is easily my favorite player. I love watching him. Metcalf now all of a sudden looks like a veteran receiver who knows everything that he's doing. And then you have Lockett in him. Lockett and him didn't miss a pass together. Yeah. So they're just perfect. It. This have, is, I like how they have Philip Dorsett too. It's like, oh yeah, we have another vertical guy, and they have three pass catching tight ends. They have Hollister, uh, Disley, Disley, and then they have Greg Olson too. You have so many, and their backs can catch passes also for the magician. Yeah. This is going to be insane this year with him. Oh, and hopefully, well, I think the biggest thing about that first game against Atlanta. They threw the ball early on the downs. It wasn't like first and ten run. Exactly. Second it, and six run. It wasn't a predictable. Third and five. Where okay. You knew Russell what they were Wilson's going exactly. to be incredible. Yeah. And I think they've kind of like understood uh, the way it works in the postmodern NFL, the way to have an efficient and high-scoring offensive attack. I love this team already, and I don't want to love them as much as I do, but I only love them because of Russell Wilson. Yeah, it's fine. But it's I just also I don't mind Lockett. I like Metcalf. I just like this team quite yeah. a bit. And with the way they just destroyed and manhandled Atlanta, Atlanta seems like they're already going to be playing catch-up this year because it's already in their psyche where that just was a big punch in the face. Yeah. It's hard to come back from that. Seattle, when it comes to this New England game, I expect the same thing. I don't think this is going to be fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I think the one thing that's going to be different is I think both teams are going to struggle to score. In like the sense of Seattle, it's going to be like, they're not going to score 41 points or it was. Against I know, Atlanta, I know. But they'll score like 27. You know what yeah, I mean? That's where I'm at. <laughs> but then I, I like what New England could do in offense this game, but Jamal Adams is gonna, is too good. That's like and so like thing, and Jamal man. Adams is the perfect guy to stop a rushing attack like this. Weren't you the one that said that it wasn't a big deal that Jets lost him? No, I didn't say that. I said Go back for, to the day. No, it's not what I said. What I said was for the Jamal Adams trade, a, a safety who can play in a cover three defense, play free, strong, but uh play sky, play the flat in those defenses, can blitz, can do everything he can is probably more important than Larry Tunsil for Houston was. And that is Whoa. a better trade because of his, what I said. And uh, like you kind of saw, he did, he did everything in that game against New England, you know? It's, or I mean, against the land. He did every single ask. He had like 16 incredible plays. Yep. And now to your point with New England, it's all about if you're going to be able to just stop Cam in that run. And, and I think I, they will. Me too. And they and like that's a team where your pass rush doesn't matter because the ball is out so quick. And so it's like, oh, we only have Benson Mayoa here. Well, it doesn't really matter whenever you play against New England when the ball's out so fast that um, they don't really have a chance. But I do think New England's New England's secondary against Seattle's pass catchers is probably the most fun matchup this weekend as far as just like like the this passing attack against this pass defense and you know like seeing Stephen Gilmore against Lockett and um, and Metcalf is gonna be a lot of fun. And also, I mean, their entire secondary in New England's good. No, no, I know. And to your point, I'm actually just very excited to watch this team all together. I just don't think, to also your point, what you said at the beginning about New England, dude, they're just not going to be able to put enough points up. I just think even with the struggle of it going back and forth on the defensive side, I just think Seattle's still going to be able to put up points, and New England's not. Yeah. It's just their offense, again, it's just taking too slow to get into. It's not really let's score as many points. Let's just control the ball. I just don't think that... I think, think it's going to start off like that, but then... I don't think that works with Seattle. I think Seattle's going to make mistakes. They're going to go three and out, things like that. I just... In the end, they're going to be able to figure it out. The magician will. And then he's going to make magic happen. Yeah. I yeah, I just think it's a higher upside offense than what New England has out there. And, like, New, New England's not playing Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, they're not going to hold 
Um, Seattle to 11 points. Plus, Devontae Parker went out that game. Who yeah. knows what it would Well, Fitzpatrick happen. threw three ter- three interceptions, too. It happens. Um, Fitzmagic. But, yeah, okay. I, I do like you – know. I'm, I'm excited for this game. I'm excited. I'm also I'm happy, like, Cam's happy. Like, he's out there. He's happy. See that yellow running, suit before he, the game? Yeah, and he looks good. That like, he nice. looks healthy. He his, does look healthy. His accuracy's there. He's running well. Why is he moving look better. like he's worked out? No, he doesn't he, look as pudgy. He doesn't have a, a broken heel. <laughs> I don't know. You look pudgy. I think he needed two years off after all the hits he took. Is it Zeke looks thinner? No, I don't think he looks pudgy. Cam looks thinner. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's happening. Well, I think it's yeah. I don't know. I think this quarantine did some guys good here. Yeah. So I have. I, I'm picking Seattle. Me too. We got this. All right. So to recap, I have uh, Baltimore. You have Baltimore. I have Atlanta. You have Dallas. I have Arizona, you have Washington, and then we both have Seattle. So the upset pick of the week. This is a bonus situation here. Well, who's your upset pick? Who is your upset pick of the week? Upset pick of the week. I'm gonna go with the Detroit Lions. All right, they're five and a half point underdogs. Yeah, against the Green Bay Packers. It's at Green Bay, and I think that Detroit's gonna seal this here. And that's just because they should have won last week. I really hope that this isn't gonna be a trend with them where they're just gonna be like. The close game, not being able to pull it out. And that was also Deontay Swift who dropped that touchdown pass yeah. in order to win the game. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. I think, though, Matt Stafford is still the real deal. I think they have so many weapons. Galladay's out again. I don't think it matters. I think this is going to be a good game, too. I think there's a lot of good games this week, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's going to be good games. Yeah, anyway. but I'm going to pick some Detroit here, and I think they're going to actually get the win. That's a fine pick. I have, I'm have. i picking the Jaguars. They're seven and a half point underdogs since Tennessee. And I think Tennessee's going to win the game, but it's going to be a lot cl- like Tennessee doesn't blow teams out and, kicking, uh, and the kicking issues and everything else. Like I think Jacksonville's going to lose, but I think they're going to lose by maybe four, maybe three. I don't know. Maybe six. I think it's, I think the points, the point total is too high. confident in Jacksonville though to put up some points. No, no, actually I'm, not even put up I'm points. I'm confident in them being there. competent and I don't think Tennessee's going to blow anybody out. And seven and a half points is a lot. That is a lot. Well, that's our show for tonight. We'll be back on Sunday night to discuss the Texans game against the Baltimore Ravens. Until next time, I'm Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to All Red Radio. Thank you for being on tonight, Taylor. Kyler Murray is better than Josh Allen. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.